Hello, and welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? I said you weren't going to do that. I, I lied. No. Um, we are the podcasting equivalent of an erection at a funeral. And just Ooh. like... Will, Will Ferrell style. That... Is he? Did he's, is that his? Is that his thing? Is it? Uh, that's his thing. Have you not seen Wedding Crashers? No, I've not. Oh, I know. I have seen Wedding Crashers. I met Isla Fisher once. I told you that. Um, oh yeah, no, I, I remember you, you telling me that. And his character is basically the guy yeah. that has graduated from crashing weddings and he's crashing funerals. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the the they did the joke about the pizza rolls, Mum. The, yeah. the pizza that was. Is, aren't, isn't it great listening to two people vaguely remember old films? Isn't this just what you missed? Oh, you say Is vaguely. I remember it like the, I remember it like nothing else. That's it. Well, there we go. Isn't it great listening to one person vaguely remember a movie and the other person remember it entirely? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so fun. I hope this for if, if you have just stumbled across this podcast, please don't judge us on the on the shitty content of our memory of Wedding Crashers because we are not. Uh, a shitty content of Wedding Crashers podcast. We are, of course, a music and movies podcast. Now, I'm doing a kind of slightly elongated intro because, of course, this is the 100th episode of Going Through the Motions. Woo! But also, Alex, it's the start of a new series. We're th- it's, it's season three, as it it's were. almost like we timed it almost and we didn't like in the slightest. Did. No, we. <laughs> I think we're late we are so late i mean we planned to start quite a few weeks ago it's genuinely halfway through february it's and we haven't done an episode february this year and we haven't done it and i think it's it's kind of got it's kind of um yeah it's taken the piss um you know we, we're, we're making a mockery of ourselves our own scheduling our own timelines and what's worse alex the two of us are just we we, we message each other and we're like oh, i'm so busy i'm so busy and i'm like we can't be that busy because we're messaging and we could be a podcasting we could you know be podcasting I mean? yeah you're absolutely <laughs> right all that any, wasted energy any any time either one of us messages each other from now on the other one has to follow up with we should be podcasting we should be right po- yeah. <laughs> we should be stop messaging and let's get this all for the content all yeah. for the content got to do it for the content I, I, I don't i want i don't want i want to stop calling it podcasting and i want to start um contrasting content as contact con contasting contest that wasn't that wasn't very good was it so that's what we're gonna that's what we're calling it this this is a contesting um but as as i say this is the new season this is the the new series now we uh it's very very similar to the old series in fact i think there's very few changes other than Alex, alex has had a haircut but i do just want to i i guess welcome some new listeners we uh we hope you'll stick around now and and for the old listeners please don't fret whilst this episode is a little different from the standard format we do hope you'll enjoy it because as we've said we've been away for a while um but i guess as a little up top it's something that alex we want to discuss with you but i think there's a huge huge value in maybe doing some other special special sort of um different episodes and and yeah, i guess I'd kind of so. going into this some of the some of the requests we've been reading whilst we've been away um is that we kind of focus in a little bit more on specific topic areas so fun ones for example great action songs used or great songs used in action movies yes yes or, yes or, or or you know themes what what's the what's the most romantic scores out there and, and we can break them down 
and we can come back to you and talk. So, you know, we, we've been doing a little bit of thinking. We've obviously want to try and include a little bit more music into some of the shows. Now, I think that's something that we've, we've done on a couple of episodes. It's very difficult. We're both very busy. We'll try and do it where we can. Um, it may it may happen. It that's may what happen. we'll say about that. It may happen. It may happen. And if it doesn't happen, <laughs> Alex will get singing. So Alex will sing the themes, the classic version of Remember When It Goes. You know, see, it works, doesn't it? That was it Lord works. of the Rings, wasn't there it? There you go. It was, that was it. Yeah, that, that was, was that, it, That was concerning Hobbits. It was. It was. Oh, it was that. No, it was not. It was actually the breaking of the fellowship, the little bit when the... um. A little bit when the uh, the old is it recorder? It's a recorder that does that, isn't it? That, that comes in. Nah, mate. I think you're wrong. No, that is. What's the instrument that that does the old um that does it? This is this is what you listen for. What breaking of the fellowship? Yeah, you know that's like bit... full strings extravaganza. No, but then it goes down and then it cuts into the woodwind section halfway through. Don't honestly, oh yeah, you're right. That's a flute. There is there is one. That's like a wooden flute. Okay, it's a wooden flute. There is one track on that uh, score that I've listened to more than anything ever. I've listened to it more than uh, than than my uh, than lovely than lovely Maddie's voice, and that is the breaking of the fellowship. Fellowship. I've I have listened to that song a thousand. I mean, that's mainly because you don't let her talk in the house. No, let her talk in the house. No, I just play. Fel- I just put on Breaking of the Fellowship. It's the second it finishes, Alex. Yeah, I put it on again. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She's like, just a loop, endless she's like, loop. Alex, she's like, please, Calm, can we talk? Please, I need, we need to we need to sort out who's gonna buy the other one out of the rest of the rent because we're, obviously we've broken up by this point. You keep playing yeah, yeah. Breaking. And, and you're um, like, what have I told you? What? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> it's a, but is it a flute? That's what I say. Yeah, the yeah. second she threatens with legal action, I ask her if it's a flute. Yeah, it yeah. properly diffuses it because she, mm-hmm. hate, oh, she hates it. She really hates it. Um, so yeah, so that's us on the breaking of the fellowship. Yeah, but we'll yeah, get yeah. to that at some point. <laughs> well, yeah. Now. With this episode, as I'm sure you've seen from the description, it's it's obviously we, we've not come back with you with your Spider-Man's, your Book of Boba Fett's, or or any of the you know, the usual pattern where we go through a movie and we and we talk about the music in it and the film itself. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a, an extended moving forward, but also a looking backwards. So this yeah. is gonna be looking backwards, moving forwards. Um, yeah fun 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 shit <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be fun shit it's going yeah. to be fun I've, shit I've to be fair i've been looking forward to it this this shit this shit hath been fun so uh, what does that mean well what that means is that we are going to be firstly looking back at all of the amazing movies and tv shows that we've not been able to talk about over the last couple of months whilst i've been away working and um, and Alex has been away working. You were away working, weren't you? Did you just yeah. say yes? Yeah, you were away yeah, working. Yeah, let's yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, and, and apologies if we kind of coast through something that you were looking forward to us talking about. I'm sure we'll revisit some of this stuff because yeah. nearly everything that we're going to talk about. Pretty much everything on here we would have dedicated like a whole episode to. A whole to. episode to. But <laughs> so also, we're doing catch up. Yeah, we're doing catch up. But also everything on here probably they're going to do a sequel or some sort of prequel or something too like yeah I think maybe only, probably there's kind only, of there's only one thing on here two things if you include moonfall we're doing moonfall at one point um there's only one thing on here that doesn't really i guess won't have any direct sequels or prequels that we wouldn't get to otherwise um and then obviously looking forward or moving forward um as the, the section is is known we're, it's the, moving, be, the moving the moving forward, forward section, section part yeah. of the moving it's, forward yes it's gonna very be, good it's going to be it's going to be pretty pretty long um so alex strap on 
and get prepared Excellent. for a really good conversation. Yeah. Now, Alex, I, I'm gonna derail it right now. Let's do it. That's I'm, what you're there for. I'm, I'm derailing this right now because it may have even been the last episode, or certainly one of the last couple. When did we do House of Gucci? Oh yeah, recently. Sorry, just was took it, a big was, gulp of water. Yeah, well, I caught you off guard. I always, that always happens. That always you, tends to happen. You, all, you always fill my mouth up with Lee. Right. Alex, like, let's not go there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're not. I'm not. I'm not right. Doing okay. This. Cool. Anyway, House of Gucci. House of Gucci. We did it very, very recently. It might have even mm. been the last episode. I can't remember. Um, oh, is there a sequel? No, is there? No, no, no. There's not a sequel. But since then, there's been a very, there's been a very funny thing going on in a lot of other movie podcasts um, that I've been that I've been listening to, mm. because obviously Jared Leto's performance was over the just top, astronomically bad. Right, he was doing his best Super Mario impression, hey, and uh, and there's been a bit of a challenge going around on movie podcasts, and I want to see if we could do it, do it, do it here today. Okay, uh, to to give a famous line from is another this, is movie. Is this a viral thing? Is this a viral uh, thing? Uh, no, I mean, can it be I've viral if it's literally just a viral in, thing? If, if it's just in the movie podcast community, I'm not even sure it's viral. And okay. this, uh, this bit is blatantly stealing from other, other, other podcasts, but it's just too fun not to do. But okay. basically, saying a line, a famous line from a movie in the style of Jared Leto hmm. from The House of Gucci. Hey, I, Shall you, I go first? Are you talking to me? There is no, that, nobody that, that's else. That's a good around. one. I, I, I think there's no one else, so you must be talking to me. Now, I, I don't, I don't feel like you're giving it a hundred percent, mate. Can I, ah. can I demonstrate? Can I demonstrate? Hey, go for it. Go can for I demonstrate? It's the hero that Gotham deserves, but not the one <laughs> it needs right now. <laughs> That was really funny. You, what you didn't see, everyone, was he did a wee sit back. He kind of sat back and did that. Like he was really comfortable. You practiced that one. Oh, uh, yeah. It was good. Uh, and, uh, and I did Say what to... again. Say what one more time. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the tyrannies of evil men. Any other? They're taking the, the hobbit just to Isengard. <laughs> this is good. This is a whole episode. It's, this just, is a whole episode. it's just too good. I was listening to some people do it. It was just oh, coming out with absolute good. screamers. Very, very yeah, that, good. Yeah. So do do that at home. Pause the episode and do yeah. your own. Make your own. Do you know what? Post them. Yeah. Make make a voice memo and send them into us. Oh, send God. them into us. Give us your favorite movie quotes in the style of Jared Leto. That would be good. Yeah. Um, from House of Gucci. We might even honestly, play them live on the show. Oh, genuinely, we would because it'd be fucking brilliant. <laughs> now, Alex. Let's start with a big ticket item. The one we missed. The one that, I mean, arguably, all of the episodes of 2021, in some way, shape or form, we talked about this movie. And yet, we were a cock tease because we didn't finish with the episode that everyone wanted, Spider-Man No Way Home. Ah, I thought you were going to say Moonfall. No, Spider-Man Moonfall. Spider-Man Moonfall. So, Alex, I mean, we could properly deep dive into No Way Home. Um... But I guess I mean we're we're obviously well into spoiler territory here. Obviously. Do you I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the opportunity to say 
three things about the movie and I'll I'll retort three things. Um, when this timer finishes in my hand that I don't have, uh, then we stop talking. We have to move on. You don't but have let's, a hand? Let's just do... I, I wish I did. I sold them all for bees. Ah, okay, We needed the honey. Now, right. Alex, if you can give us those three things, um, off you go, mate. Okay. Number one. Mm. I loved the movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice and macro. Okay, nice. Please remember this. As I go on to the next two points. Yeah. Yeah. Point the second. Point the second, everyone. This movie annoyed me to no end. Yeah. I oh can my, see why. Oh my holy God, it was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for so much good in it, for so, so, so much good in it, it was endlessly dumb. Now, we, Are we finished we, with point one, by the way. Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, no, fine. The, the, so we're now, we're now going to expand. This we're is, expanding this is on point, point two. This is Got point the second. This is point the second. So it's been documented very well on this podcast, my, mm. my going into theories mm. about the mechanics of the multiverse and yep. why I didn't think Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire... Um, why deserved. I thought, why I thought they shouldn't be in it and how yeah. if they were in it, it would make no fucking sense. No. And coming out of the movie, I was right. Okay. It made no fucking sense. And I am going to concede, uh, but I, I will concede that they both had individual heartfelt moments that me as a Spider-Man fan genuinely enjoyed. Like mm. when Andrew Garfield actually caught mj in the same way that he failed to catch catch gwen in his second movie that was genuinely touching i'm not immune to that stuff and i was touched by that but it was still garfield he got a lot i mean he was getting a lot of praise from everywhere i mean everyone was loving his performance yeah he got he he, and he did give a and he did give a good performance Mm, mm. and yet it still made no sense that they were in it. I, I, I demanded on the air some kind of explanation as to why they were Peter Parker, but not Peter Parker, but looking different, being played by different people, but mm. not. They're all supposed to be Peter Parker. It still, mm. it still genuinely makes absolutely no sense mm. at all, other than just because that's the movie that we all wanted to see. We wanted yeah. to see the three Spider Men and. And that and that I think is the thing that's gonna be my third point. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe this is still my second point. Is that decisions made in the movie that are only there to benefit us, the audience, mm-hmm. is no is no good in in my in my opinion, frankly. It yeah. does absolutely nothing for me. Having callbacks and easter eggs that have nothing to do with what's on screen it and it has no relevance to the characters there whatsoever but a hundred percent relevance to us the audience mm-hmm. is crap storytelling it's easy tick boxes mm-hmm. and kevin feige can come out all he wants and 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 say Oh, it's a great thing if everyone's cheering in the cinema and mm. we make movies that everyone loves and blah, blah, blah. And that's why they should be recognized and all, all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I can I can see all of these things that you're checking off. It's like that there's no real there's no real point to it. Mm. 
and it's inter- it's interesting, Brett, because there's two ways you can look at this. So you can you can I mean what you have just described is Disney's formula, right? The, yeah. the, the, the point that Disney what what they do is they take you to that magical land. This was the intention behind Disneyland. This was the intention behind, you know, all their movies. They want to take you to a magical place where you can be there, you can cheer. Now, I guess like if you take the examples of like experimentations in the 50s where you know they were able to simulate pleasure and give it to the rats so the rats would would not eat food they would not drink water they would just hit the button that simulates those things because it was simple you know that whole idea that concept of you know would you even know that you were starving you know i I think that is kind of happening here yeah because what's happening is disney and kevin feige you know i've now got their hands so ingrained in the mcu and the culture is that they go how can we simulate for people to leave these films having absolutely loved them but the film itself was relatively lazy well this is the point because i said and this is why it was so important for me to say right up top that i loved this movie because i came out of it oh no no we loved it that's the thing yeah i came out of it grinning ear to ear and then but then I, but then, and I even knew this when I was watching it. I was seeing all of these things come up in front of me, and I'm like, "That's dumb. That's yeah. dumb. Yeah, That's yeah. dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb." But God damn it, do I love it? And I yeah. kind of went, "What?" I felt like a crack addict. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, uh, a hard drug addict knows that he's a dr- a hard drug addict, and he probably shouldn't be anymore, but he keeps mm. paying the price of admission. Yeah, do you know I what mean, I mean? No, but I, I mean that's a really good point actually, because I think this is I think this movie her- has heralded. The, the the thing that I think we were always going to anticipate, which is we always joke. I mean, I remember you famously, famously saying at the end of Avengers Endgame, that's it, that's me. I think this is a nice jumping off point. <laughs> and I'm like, and, that, and if we use your You're crack like, analogy. Bollocks. Well, that's it. If we use your crack analogy, we are literally two homeless drunks under a bridge somewhere. Both of us have just finished a massive dose of ketamine, all right? Yeah. Because we're just coming down from the heroin fix, right? We've holes in our socks. It's raining. There's a lot of dog shit around, an unholy yeah, yeah. amount, okay? And you have just turned to me as an as an addict, and you have just said to me, after we've had the biggest hit of our life, I'm, I'm going to stop now. Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what this is. And I think that's the unholy thing about this thing is that we recognize now that we're too far in. They've got us. Yeah. They've done this. They've outflanked us. And if you think this is stopping, it's not. Which yeah. is which is why, like, points. I don't. Which is why I don't accept. They're not so far down the rabbit hole that they've just started just pumping out I just hundred percent shit. Because this is not. No, I don't even think you. No, but not not shit. Not shit, mate. It's just substitute substituting good storytelling for fan factor. Yeah, that's because, what we're but this about. movie had good storytelling. Oh, it, it had brilliant. serious. It, was brilliant. it yeah. had serious dramatic tension in it, and this is the thing: every good thing about it, every good thing I loved about it, had absolutely nothing to do with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. There were some cringeworthy moments. Here are a couple of cringeworthy moments that were absolutely unforgivably bad. Andrew Garfield, like, um, sitting there going. Oh, I've not really done anything. I've not really done anything, and uh, oh, I'm not that great. I'm not that great. That in itself is really is like really terrible because it was like a fourth wall breaking joke about how he only got two movies and the other yeah. two got three. That's unacceptable. Number two is Toby McGuire's response to that, which is him repeating to Andrew Garfield that he thinks he is amazing four times in a row, as if we didn't know that his series of movies were called The Amazing Spider Man. 
Yeah. Fucking insane. Yeah. And that is unacceptable. And everyone's nudging and winking. I'm hearing I'm hearing giggles in the audience. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually scoring points with these guys. What is this? Oh, Alex, but you're just but you're just too high and mighty. You're above it. That's, oh, that's, I know I sound like an absolute... Well. I know what I sound like, mate, but I do not give a shit. I do oh. not... I will not... I will Could not... Could you imagine these plebs enjoying that? I, I don't oh. care. I, you can think of me what you want at me. I don't I already care. Think about it. I already think of what I want about it. And you... Honestly, I know you do. You, what I think of you would both shock you and arouse you. That's Ooh, what wow. I think of <laughs> wow that's a it's already started yeah. but but then the other thing almost almost in the same scene no it wasn't the same scene it was a different scene but andrew garfield and tommy mcguire were visibly like visibly older spider-man than the last time we saw them in their respective movies Was andrew right garfield that visibly older? i mean he doesn't know i think guy, does he? no 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 he you're you're absolutely right he still looked fantastic as a man who never ages however he does say they do both say that a a, a decent amount of time has passed since we, the audience, have last seen them. Mm-hmm. Angie Garfield has one sentence where he said, yeah, after I lost Gwen, I got all dark and moody and shit mm-hmm. and um, and was, like, really brutal on everyone. We don't see any of this, by the way. We just get no. that in one sentence, and I yeah. think it would have been cool to see that, but there we go. Yeah. And, um, and then they're, they're, like, there's one scene where they're, like, comparing notes on who they fight, Oh, yeah, on who they yeah, fought and what and what they've yeah, done, yeah. and the only things that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield can recount is the stuff. Even seen. though, yeah. even though it has been established years, that yeah. they are much older than the last time we saw them in the movies, are the is are the stuff and the bad guys that we, the audience, saw in their movies, and nothing else happened yeah, but, after that. Yeah, but mate, but what but, the but, fuck? No, 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 mate. What are you talking about? That makes perfect sense, right? Do you think they would honestly waste some weird anecdote about Craven the Hunter or some weird anecdote about Andrew Garfield seeing, you know, Venom because the, because that that's still fresh in the tank. If they drop if they drop no, 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 no. If they drop the sauce Alex on that stuff when they then they can't use it. And it's the dumb as shit. Oh, it's no, so no, no. dumb. Oh no, 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 no. It's my new thing when you say things no. Run here my 3 I'm yeah. them in reverse order. Okay. okay, first one's a question. More Toby and Andrew coming coming down the line. Uh, point number two: Spider Man three, or Amazing Spider Man three, and Spider Man four. Uh, and the final point, which I want to finish on, which is a really important point: the music, because I thought the music was blooming charming in this movie. I thought Michael Giacchino's score was absolutely fantastic. He was well, able you're to famously really a big flex. fan. You're famously a big fan of the Tom is, Holland um, Spider nice. music. I think yeah. it's wonderful. But also, we we you know we got Danny Elfman in this man. We we got some really beautiful you know lovely sweeping danny yeah. elfman pieces of music we in got here. we got toby mcguire's music and we got we andrew did, garfield's course, yeah. music um not not enough of it no oh and i thought i i thought the i thought the danny elfman stuff we got a fair amount of I yes didn't, didn't because it's it. orders of magnitude better better of than course, of course, than yeah. the andrew garfield stuff yeah um yeah Oh, but but I, I thought know. I thought the music was really great in this actually, um, and I I really enjoy. I mean, like it's it's a kind of it's a bit of a wet dream for a Spider Man fan, right? Like it's everything there for you at once. Um, I've not checked the score, but I'm pretty sure it's everything's there on it. Um, they yeah. don't just cut and pasted. Um, 
I, obviously, I was joking about um, Amazing Spider-Man three and Spider-Man four, or was I? Because obviously, yeah. you know, famously there was a Spider-Man four in the works with Mysterio. Um, you know, the the guy who plays Ash, I forget his name. In he's in all three. The uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man's. Uh, he's from the Evil Dead. He he plays the 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 announcer in the ring. Um, he plays the guy who's like ah, ah and have you got uh, tie up yeah, your shoelaces yeah. before you come in here? And I'm very posh. Um, the, the so, so he. What uh, was supposed to be Mysterio in Spider-Man Four, right? Um, famously, and, and they never they never went ahead with it. So oh. obviously, there's a lot of calls for those two. Do you think they'll do it? Simple answer: Yes or no. Amazing Spider-Man Three. I'd be Spider-Man delighted 4. if they did. I'd oh, be okay. delighted if they did. I really don't. I really don't want to be Debbie Downer on okay, on, well, on this fine. whole thing. And then, but the f- I'm right, and you know it. And then the back to the original point of more Andrew, more Toby. I think it's almost certain. In fact, I'm pretty sure I've read somewhere that they are going to be in Multiverse of Madness and and, and future projects. Cool. Um, yeah, which which actually, yeah, great. I mean, I you know, I, I think I was a little bit like, nah, come on, leave it there. But actually, I think I think done properly, you know, we can really see some cool stuff. Obviously, we've got um into the Spider Verse part, um, not into Spider Verse, fucking uh, was it Beyond the Spider Verse, the new into the spider-verse the spider-verse one spider-verse one bit two but part one of yeah. part two yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um it's yeah, coming up on. soon i would i'd be shocked if we didn't get those guys in some way shape or form in those as well you yeah, know i think yeah, yeah. i think thoroughly expanding that so anyway that is our very quick wrap of no way home um conscious that we've ran huge amount over we already have to make time up alex we do but, let, but let's make some time up with uh another big ticket item uh that i know have you finished boba fett book of boba fett yeah i have Bookable effect. Now you're only going to get two points to talk around here, um, and I want rather than giving three points, I want you to give something that you loved and something that you didn't love. Okay. Something I loved. Mm-hmm. Rancor. Yeah. Right. That yeah. was great, wasn't it? Nice yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah, nice yeah. to see a bit of Rancor back. Very well used, eh? Yeah. Very well used. Very well used. Really, really cool final fight. Loved it. Uh, something that I didn't like was the fact that it was called the book of boba fett here he comes here he goes quite clearly this should have been half of mandalorian season three yeah yeah very very clearly it's uh it's a familiar one it's a familiar criticism um uh you know i think arguably it's it's uh you know it's just shy of 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 sort of 15 of this 20 percent is is directly mandalorian um you know completely mandalorian story yeah um i guess just a couple of things to throw up i mean it is called the book of boba fett i think did you expect this to be a fully boba fett series i think a lot of people did i think the intention was there was going to be sort of elements of other parts like an anthology-esque story yeah and and actually i'm well on board with that kind of model Mm. i am i am genuinely well on board with that model that that the fact that that is a thing is not a criticism in in my book it's the fact that it is actually billed as billed as a boba fett show mm. and i remember like we've got we've got a, a bunch of stuff in the flat that we're what that we're watching at the moment and i was like it was paint dry perhaps i think, I think it was i think i think it was like three or four episodes into book of boba fett and i hadn't watched a single episode yet and i said to him i was like are we watching Book of Boba Fett? And she Sorry, like, right. I miss I misheard what you said there. I thought you said we'd watched three or four episodes of Boba Fett and we still hadn't watched any Boba Fett. No, 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 no. There were three or four episodes released yeah, 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 and yeah, we yeah. hadn't watched any of it. And I was like, darling, are we are we gonna watch this? And she's like, no, no, no. Well, were you uh, saying that to Boba Fett? No, 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 darling. Ilham, we, Ilham. Oh, Ilham, no, but not. Yeah, yeah. What would you say to Boba Fett? Shut would, up. Okay. <laughs> you you're funny. Let, you're, you're funny. Let's just leave it at that. You wouldn't say that. And. 
I was just like, look, can I just sit down and watch this, please? Because it's Star Wars and I'm four ep- and it's four episodes in and I've not watched any of it yet. Oh, and that's mate. like and she was like, Yeah, okay, go on. I think I'll give this one a miss anyway, because I feel like it's extracurricular. I don't really like Boba Fett as a as character. It's a bit of a and then when it got to the first Mandalorian and I watched the first Mandalorian episode and Ilham was practicing in the same room. Uh and she saw the Mandalorian and she was like, oh, sake i'm gonna have to watch this shit aren't i oh yeah and i was like and then it got to the end of the series and i was like yeah you you kind of need to watch that because she's a big mandalorian fan she's a big who Mandalorian. Isn't? who fan. isn't i know very good a, character it's a great show but it, it's like it had two it had one foot in two camps because it had a lot of ingredients of a big foot a big foot Alex. it had a lot of ingredients of a solo boba fett show in in the fact that it it introduced a lot of characters like you know the mods like the mm. the the street the street guy in the mods yeah. and also the 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 villagers from the country whatever yeah. free free town free town yeah, yeah. and it's like i don't mind that they're all there and they do cool stuff in the universe and stuff like that but because you then took like two episodes away and did mandalorian stuff we didn't get to actually connect with any of those guys mm, and so mm. now and so now we don't care so you, you what you could have done is not have those elements and just have half a season of mandalorian of mandal of um the mandalorian helping boba fett do this whole tattooing crime lord thing that w- I would have totally bought that for half a season and then we can get the grogu and luke skywalker thing happening yeah. on the same side yeah, yeah. or develop these new characters with these this new youth culture of Tatooine, which Mm. in concept quite interesting i'm keen to know more of it but they didn't have the time to do that because they were interspersing mandalorian stuff to it Mm. into it so i was like well you just kind of failed on both aspects then Mm. i mean not failed there was a lot of things that i really really enjoyed and even even though i can see that this series was quite flawed i i i am very aware that i have a unconditional love for star wars like mm. it was in the last episode and i'm seeing boba fett riding a rancor fighting cad bane and i'm like fuck yes i love this shit mm. give me mm. more of this mm. i just i love it it's too mm. it's it's just it's all great and i have no criticisms except obviously the ones that i've laid bare <laughs> yeah what did you think so I I'll say some things that I, I something that I loved and something that I it's been irking me at the back of my head and there's a few little like there's a few little things that it spins off of and there's a, there's obviously some really clear pitfall traps that I'm going to fall into but what I want to talk about what I love I love the intro I love the the theme music for this oh yeah it's cool isn't Lu- it Ludwig Gorson I mean knocks it out of the park again because we hear. Every time the Mandalorian's on there, we get a... just just that little motif. That's all you need. Anytime he's on this, even in the final battle scene, when he would just come around the corner, he would hear just 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 really really clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good motif building. Oh yes, weaving. absolutely. And and it's not simple motifs. These are complicated pieces of music. How often yeah, it's so well scored. And that's the thing. How often, you know, like everything in life, Alex, where the, the best meals, the best Italian meals are the simplest ones with the three ingredients in them. Or the mm-hmm. best pieces or the best songs, you know, are just the simple acoustic ones that they wrote away. But like never is a huge amount of time shown on something that has hundreds of instruments that's taken hours to properly criticize. I mean, I mean we, we, we talked a little bit about the Mandalorian theme 
I think, you know, nearly about a year, a year or so ago about how effective it is as a piece of music and how many, I mean, how many instruments, there's so many instruments that are yeah, used. Yeah. And, and the same can be said here. I mean, the, the, the track um, basically by Ludwig Gorson sounds decidedly less traditional um, sort of spaghetti western than previous woodwind heavy theme for the Mandalorian. However, the vocal chanting in the track is it's just really reminiscent of Ennio Morricone. It kind of has that like the good, the bad, and the ugly kind of you know like a fist. I think more like a fistful of dynamite. You yeah. know, you know that that kind of just like ho hey ho hi hey ho. Dun, 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 dun. I, I, I'm, I, do you know what I mean? I'm so happy we're putting the music into this. Yeah, show. no, it is good because it was going to be a. You're, you're really, you're really forcing the music <laughs> issue in these ones because <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about them. But, but I, I just, I just think it's absolutely excellent, and I, and I, I think it's, it's done very, very well. Um, I often watch, you know, as you do with Mandalorian, I like watching the artwork at the end, and listening to the music. It's, it's, a, it's a nice way to finish the. Episode. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's something that I just, I thought was excellent. Um. But everything else about this series, I mean, I I was pretty lukewarm on this entire series. I'm not gonna lie, mate. I mean, this is a this was a standard lukewarm. I mean, I you know you're a much bigger Star Wars fan than me. I will watch as much as I can. This was the closest live action thing. I mean, I haven't really found my way in this Clone Wars or any of these sort of things or these extracurricular stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this one, as you said before with your Ilham story, this is this is the the first time where I've watched a live action thing and thought this is extracurricular because everything in Star Wars typically, if you look at it, everything live action is real and is is for everyone. And typically, all the extra stuff, you know, the cartoons or or any of the animated stuff, like that's extracurricular. This is the yep. first time it's kind of mull muddled the waters a little bit. I felt, and I think that the the correction of bringing in the Mandalorian episodes um, was diff was different to that. So you know, th that's I guess a large observation. Um, obviously, you know, everyone's slating it for the dialogue, but I think the dialogue is something that's systemic of something much worse, which is the character of Boba Fett. Now. I think we we obviously live in a world where when a character, a much-loved character, is fleshed out, you're going to be dividing fans. Yeah. I'm surprised that there's not been a huge amount of um, divided fans. I think, on the whole, fans are relatively comfortable with the character of Boba Fett in this. But I must admit, it didn't feel right to me. I just, from 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 what, you know, we all imagine what he should be like. He's, he's shadowy, he's dark, he's enigmatic. But... There was something a little bit off about him as a character, and I think it was be not because of who he became, because I think I like the idea that I, he conscribes to the fact that he is good person in his heart, but that wasn't earned as much as I thought it would be. Right. I think that where where the character was developed from, it kind of it was it was kind of like it, it was like watching a movie that wasn't a hundred percent buffering properly. You're watching the flow, but the the transitions between scenes is quite jonky and quite jarred. Right. You know what they're trying to get at. You know that where they're trying to get it to, but they kind of just like they kind of just arrive there. They arrive yeah. that he's already a good person. He's already a you know he's he's well crafted. He's well thought through. He's he's strategic in his his ploys and his plans. But he also leans on his supporters etc. around him. And, and I think it was relatively rushed. I mean, no other example of the, the whole the whole rushing of this universe came more than the fact that, you know, we said goodbye to Grogu not that long ago, and now we're back again with him. So, you yeah, know, where are yeah. we with it? So, so, so I just think my, my criticism was, I just, I think the thing, the whole thing felt rushed to me. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. From the characters, I, the dialogue, it was rushed. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And, um... 
you know, you you were talking about the extracurricular kind of aspect of it. Is this the first time you met Cad Bane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but but I loved him. I, I loved him. Did you? I reckon, He's yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. No, no, no. I realized I realized his backstory. I did. I did a bit of reading it, and but that's oh, what it's supposed you? to do. It's supposed to do this sort of stuff, right? These characters and the extracurricular stuff. You know, building up a Ash- Ahsoka. You know, I wouldn't have known about her from the Clone Wars, but but that's what it's supposed to do. Bring these characters in. You're rewarding the dedicated fans, and you're bringing the 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 cut the the, the class uh, the the sort of casual fans into the other lore. Do you know there is a story arc in the Clone Wars? where Cad Bane does basically a bank heist to steal a Sith holocron from the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Ooh, I'd like to see that. I'd like right? to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds so, cool. He's so cool. I love him. I love his look as well, like the kind of uh, yeah, really bad sinister boy. I mean, I mean, he was he was classic. Um, the 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 bad from the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah, I forget yeah, the name yeah, of the yeah. kids, but um, but he was cool. I mean, uh, just in the interest of time, I I think these are the two big ticket items. Um, those are yeah. Those two. Do you want to talk a little bit? About, I mean, I've not seen the Matrix. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I went to see the Matrix. I'm a big Matrix fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still a big Matrix fan, despite despite this movie. Mm. Uh, my complaints about Matrix Resurrections have are are pretty much identical to the ones I had with Spider Man No Way Home, and sure. this is just like a huge big Hollywood thing at the moment. At the uh, at the moment, and I'm done with it. I need to stop. I came out of the Matrix, and I said, and I said to him, I was like, I'm I'm done with the member berries now. No more. Yeah. I, I I just I can't it's too it's too obvious mm. and it's cheap and it mm. it ruins everything now the matrix was a really interesting example though because i think i suspected this exact same movie so not changing it in the slightest i think if this movie came out six or seven years ago mm. it would be fucking incredible yeah yeah it would be so like fourth wall breaking uh matrixy but feeding on the nostalgia in that kind of like member berry way if it was the first movie to do it i think everyone would be fawning over this movie right. like nothing else but it's too it's too late off the mark and everything is so transparent yeah now. but but i mean it did take a while to get this movie off the ground you know i think that's it's just uh it's suffered from the long delays in production etc yeah, and, yeah and remember they all had a covid party in germany as oh well God, you must, yeah. or must remember <laughs> yeah i mean but like, no one else would do that sort of thing everyone else during covid times especially sort of last christmas time when you know christmas was cancelled and we all had to be really you know when i had to spend christmas on my own in my one bedroom flat in london oh, yeah, i was yeah. really i was really happy and that that everyone else around us, you know, from from the actors and the musicians to the, the, the our politicians, for example, they, they oh, yeah, followed so the you, rules. Young young they Alexander really, Boris de Feffel. Yeah, they they all followed the rules, which was really great to hear. You know, that kind of stuff is funny. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's always it's always really fantastic. No, but in the case of the Matrix, it started off really engaging, and I think the first kind of third of the movie was like the most Matrixy, mm. as far as its. Um, it's questions asked it really really asked the questions at the the beginning and i was like oh my god Mm, mm. yeah amazing the matrix is back like so many philosophical questions and it was uh diving into like the the nature of um 
self-realization and sure uh, which is the good stuff about the matrix all of that cool stuff about the matrix it it delivered in spades in the first third and i was like oh yes fantastic and then there was a boardroom scene in it where they were there was a genuine conversation where they literally said warner brothers have said that we are going to make this game with or without the creator so we might so we might as well do it with the creator. Hmm. And they actually said that, which is literally what happened with this movie. Warner mm. Brothers were wanting to make The Matrix again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lana, Lana didn't, didn't, want, to do it, didn't no. want to do it. And so and so basically came back to stop them basically being shit with it. And as we all know, Warner Brothers is the fucking worst. Mm, mm, as I've yeah. said many, many times. And and but the point is, even at that point. Everything kind of fourth wally and nostalgia, like member berries, like remember all this because there was a lot of that in it. Everything was there was still like conceptual, mm. and I was accepting all of it as matrixy stuff. But then they introduced one liners like Keanu saying, um, "I still know kung fu," and I went, "Yeah, nope, nope, no, bad." No. Uh, and then, but I mean, he does. He does know kung he fu. He does still know. The kung best fu. thing about that line is. I would imagine that line was followed by him showing us that he knows kung fu. Yeah, he kicked yeah, ass. To be yeah, fair, he kicked yeah. ass. So, um, so it was, but it was really important to establish just before he did it. Yeah, and then I was actually a, often was an... do that before I eat my dinner. I'm like, I actually know how to use a knife and fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and not wrong. And then I use the knife, and then I use the knife and fork. You do that even when there's company around. I've seen you do that loads of times. Yeah, yeah. But there was another. There was another scene where the new Agent Smith. You know, because mm-hmm. spoilers. I'm sorry, you're you've not seen it, but you don't really care, do you? Jonathan Groff, is it? Yeah, it's Jonathan Groff. As, um, as if the trailer didn't paint that picture. Yes, I know. Already. He literally screams Mr. Anderson in the trailer, mm-hmm. so it's obviously yeah. him. But there is a moment, and, and they, they do that very well as to why he's not Hugo Weaving. Like, it is very, very well well explained. Like, I do accept that. But there is one moment where he does the same, like, you know that super fast side punchy move that he does in the first Matrix movie? Sure. In the in the subway, okay. Well, there's a move. Oh no, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. it's really iconic because it yeah. uses bullet time and it's really like visually evocative yeah, in that yeah. first movie. Yeah. And then they put it in this movie, and that was an example of just pure cheap member berries. Like yeah. a producer put that in. A producer said, "Why don't we get him to do that thing that he did in the first one?" Yeah, cheap and dirty member berries off the side of the road that you bought from someone you don't really trust. Absolutely. And then and so in that regard, I feel like actually this Matrix movie is the worst offender of the member berries thing because it makes a comment in the first third of the movie about actually doing this stuff in the media and making a comment on it and then doing it unironically in the second half you gotta love it alex (laughs) and i'm watching this unfold going oh you've just lost the plot guys come on so i mean i i mean famously was very lukewarm on the matrix i think the concept is awesome i love the concept i just think the execution of the first film i think it's incredibly dated i watched it back and i couldn't really enjoy it because of how dated and how set in it 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 sort of ways it, it was um, I never made it around to the second two because I felt more more or less of the same um, and tending towards bad. But obviously, I think you, of all people, have a pretty good grip on what I did and didn't like about the Matrix yeah, yeah. films. And I guess the question is, do you think I like this one? No. No, really? <laughs> nah, I don't think you will. Okay, fine. I don't think fine. you will. I do, I do think you should watch it, though. Okay, 
Oh, but you won't. Okay. Well, so we'll get around to it. <laughs> well, maybe um, in a few years. Let's talk about one that I have seen. Another another looking back over the the films. Now this one we're going to go to to streaming for Alex. Oh yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about a movie that was released. I think it was on Boxing Day. Again, a classic. Let's let's stack the cast. Let's release it at a time when we know all the families around. We know Grandma's there. She yeah. stayed a bit bit too long. Is she asleep or is she dead? No, she's asleep. Thank God. I thought I'd killed her with the off Baileys. I knew you shouldn't have left the Baileys out uh, in the warm overnight. Uh, but it is Don't Look Up. Uh, did you did you see Don't Look Up? Do you know what? We watched this literally last night. Ah, okay. We cool. watched this so last fre- night. Fresh in your, your mind. What did you think of it? Loved it. It was a good film, wasn't it? So good. Yeah, good film. So brilliant. So, so brilliant. I laughed out loud at a lot of stuff in this movie. So did I. 100%. It was. It was very. It was. It was. It Mark Rylance was outstanding. Very good. Yeah. Very very good. I liked. Oh. It. I mean, they were all kind of characters. You know, characters. He, of, he of was real Elon, people. wasn't he? Of course. He, yeah. He and, you know, Elon. and and um, and Merle Street was was Trump. Was and, Trump. Yeah. You know, and and Jennifer Lawrence was Greta thunberg and you know obviously the whole thing was the 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 um global warming etc which which i thought was fine i thought it was really really great i i i liked it i mean i think it was it was this movie was the kind of the 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 film representation of a scalpel you know a, a really a really um you know well well made well refined tool but was but was sharp when it needed to be sharp um you know it it, it hit the points that it needed to hit but also you know, it was relatively meandering at some points. It had the nice curve at the top of the blade. You could feel comfortable yeah. in your hand because you knew all the characters. You felt comfortable watching it. I think it is uh, a scalpel. I like that analogy. I like that analogy yeah. as I was saying that there. But that's what it was. I mean, that's that's what I... And, and it did have a point. It did have a point. Oh, it had a huge point. It had a huge point. To the extent I was sitting there laughing my ass off for most of it, to be honest, because it, it was just too funny. But also kind of thinking kind of depressing really one it's kind of one it's kind of depressing and two how much of this dumb shit am i like just super guilty of myself you are like i i I sat there and going i need to take a long hard look at what i think about things and how i and how i engage with things and all that stuff cool yeah no i thought it was great um conscious of time moving you know time is running out of course time never does run out time is ever continuing it will be here long after we are gone but alex i want to finish on two other things to talk around now one of them is uh something that well i've seen half of and you've seen all of yeah so i think we'll we'll start with that one which is a movie that crept into cinemas very quietly uh, over this christmas uh holiday period but uh, it's actually a bloody good movie. I, I'm only it, halfway though. through it. So, of course, we're talking about The King's Man. Um, I, just so for reference, Alex, I've stopped watching it at the point where um, Reef Ifans, I can't pronounce his name. Reef Ifans. Reef Ifans is sucking, um, um, not Mark Strong, uh, Ralph Fine's leg. He's, su- he's sucking his Wait, leg. Have you gotten to the end of that scene or have you stopped it right there? I think I've stopped it right there. That so, is literally the worst point in the whole movie you could have possibly stopped. I it. was I was falling asleep <laughs> and it was at that point my laptop died. So everything everything oh, right, okay. fell over. I'll watch it again. He probably does an orgasm of some sort. The bullet falls <laughs> out of his leg. It, it was I know what's gonna happen, alright? It was leading that way. Well, um, yeah, and also it's history. 
is not, history. Yeah. Not that this movie is Very concerned about. <laughs> not that this movie is concerned with historical accuracy at all. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. It's good. Um, so Are far you liking we have... the obnoxiously Scottish bad guy. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm in light, I'm liking it a lot, but I don't know. Don't tell me no spoilers no, I won't, for who I won't that is you. or what I won't that is or what actor is playing that. Um, I, 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 I'm really enjoying this, and I like it because it's. It's not a classic Kingsman, you know, there's a whole, you pull this lever and then you go downstairs and I've got all the gadgets and stuff. Like, we're really learning it from the start, where it all came from, Yeah. Um, which I really appreciate. I really like that. It's it's a totally different uh, narrative from the first two, because I think the first two were largely quite similar. Um Man, well, I, in, that, in that the first one was good and the second one was shit. Well, yeah, but they both had a kind of similar hallmark and it. it was like, I, I can't actually remember what the end of the, both of them was some sort of weird thing that was going to take over the world and it was some global plot or whatever. Like both of them had that kind of hallmark, whereas this one doesn't really feel that at the moment. Like, no, it, it's, it's not, got, it, it's, it's not totally Bond hokey. That's it. Yeah, it's not yeah. Bond hokey. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, very much, um, it's more kind of like political comedy history sort of thing, which I'm vibing with. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, really enjoying it. Um, well, any, please, please let know? me know when. Please let me know when you finish watching it because because okay. genuinely, ninety percent of what I loved about it hap- uh, happens after that point that you've just uh, Got it. stopped Fine. it. No, I am. I'm gonna <laughs> as soon as I finish this, I'm gonna finish watching because I was really enjoying it. Um, now, the last thing I was going to talk about, sadly, it's not Moonfall, but it is something that I. I just have adored. It's a TV series, uh, and, and of course, it's it's Peacemaker. Um, oh yeah. Now I was uh, I was looking forward to Peacemaker, but when I watched the first couple of episodes, and I some of the things that happen in it, specifically the dialogue, the writing, the narrative, all the characters, and obviously the music. I mean. This is a great, great series. I cannot okay. stop recommending this to anyone. It's it's funny and it's and it's it's totally um it's it's just very James Gunn esque. Like you can right. just show, his brilliance really shows in this. You know, it, it's it's um it's it's naturally it feels natural. It feels like a glove. All the characters, all the decisions that they make and what they say around it. And then every so often, like there's a couple of sequences. I mean, like uh, to give you a spoiler, there's there's one particular thing that just happens and it just happens. And it's just like, that's that's funny. And it takes you out of it. Yeah. But you're also, you're back in. And it's, and it's basically like one of the characters in it um, so they're on the back of a truck and they're, they're going through a mission plan and one of them's holding up an iPad and she's scrolling through like photos that she, as she's doing a military brief yeah, and yeah. sort of military music in the background whatever. and she scrolls to um, the next the next image and it's her wife's like she sent her she sent her a nude picture but like a close up nude picture Brilliant. and so it just like it's a proper James Gunn moment where you just, just got this massive fanny on a screen just flashed up there <laughs> and everyone's just like fucking hell like what the hell was that? and she is and she is mortified she's like i'm so so sorry i she, my wife we've been away on the road and it's just and it just happens and it's like you you know you you forget you you kind of fall into the you like fall into the motions of oh this is just a normal like superhero like sub spin-off movie or whatever and it's going you know it's and then some weird clunky james gunn thing happens yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's and it makes you laugh there's another there's a character in this um who, you know, is another sort of superhero-esque character called Vigilante, who, you know, you come across. And his dad, like, he, he's he's crazy. He is legitimately crazy. And his morals and his motives are so 
questionable yet relatable at the same point in time. Like again, yeah. it really makes you kind of go, I, I know what this guy's thinking, but that's fucking weird why I'm thinking the same yeah, thing that this okay. guy's thinking. You know, so like it invites you into these sort of things and, and the story's really funny and it's interesting. And 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 Alex, I cannot emphasize enough the intro is the best TV intro out there. Wow. It is the best intro out there. So the, 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 the intro basically is a piece of music um, called Do You Want to Taste It by a band called Wigwam. Now, basically... That's the most James Gunn sentence I've ever heard in my life. It's excellent. It's excellent. And what's great is that he builds that, the, you know, the Peacemaker, his his character is a big fan of, like, glam rock. This is a glam rock song. Right. And he yeah, I don't even know how that... I don't even know how that song goes, and I know that that's James Gunny. If you if you haven't watched it... Do you know, I was, I was telling a colleague of mine to watch this, and I said to try and bring my colleague in, because um, he hadn't seen The Suicide Squad, and he hadn't really seen it. And he was like, oh, what are you watching? I said, I'm watching Peacemaker. He says, what's that? And I explained it a little bit. And I was like, ah, do you know what? Fuck this. And I just showed him this intro. And he went, that's weird. I'm in. It's it's so fun. It's basically all the characters. I mean, all the characters hate each other in this TV yeah, yeah, series. Yeah. They all hate each cool. other. You know, that kind of James Gunn thing. But the intro is all of them doing this really strict dance move, very strictly choreographed dance move with straight faces. But they're doing some crazy choreographed dance moves to this awesome glam rock song. Alex, it's the right. best TV series out there. Uh, intro Great. Out there. Well, don't tell me anymore because I'm looking forward to watching it. I haven't seen any of it myself because, um, quite frustratingly, it's not fucking out here. No. Because no, <laughs> no. I know you. Because I know you watched it uh, in the states in the US, when you were away yeah. there. You were on a big. Uh, you were on a big trip, so you were yeah. you were lucky. You managed to sneak a little peek. But um, do you not do you not think this is just like the most frustrating thing in the world? Well, it forces the, you down the, one. These... It forces you down one avenue, mate. Let's say it how it is. These things force you down the avenue to stream. I mean, as if they think that people aren't going to do that. It forces no, but, them to do I, it. But the thing is, I I really think it's truly truly scummy that they can't work out however they need to distribute these massive properties so that like everyone can see it and you, i'm not even and i'm not even saying making it making it available on uh, big streaming services like amazon and netflix and stuff like if, if you want to release it on your old on your own pricing model where that's literally the only thing on your streaming service then fine fucking do it but at least release it yeah at least yeah. at least at least give us something but i was looking i was looking up on just watch or whatever the fuck the website's called saying where can i watch peacemaker i was like oh you can't yeah, I was but, like, oh great, but, fine. But fuck you know, me I mean, like, more fair play to the the VPNs, the disruption that they're bringing. I mean, obviously, you have to own the, the streaming service before you can then VPN yeah, yeah, into yeah. it. But like, more power to these guys, you know, to try and disrupt this model. I mean, I I, I have no sympathy for any of these massive moguls that that, no, that get don't. frustrated, but they get frustrated for people, you know, um, pirating their stuff because because this is this is this is a this is a market ripe for disruption. Okay, yeah. someone's gonna come in Not here. That they're gonna we condone piracy. Out. No, but like at the same point in time, fucking I don't blame pirates. I don't blame them. They're with their with their crooked um swords, their to. cutlasses, and their pirates. I don't. I, are they pirates? They're parrots. Parrots. Oh, okay, man, cool. Yeah, a parrot, a, an official parrot. None, none of this replica parrot nonsense. <laughs> none of that shit. I, I tell you, I saw um 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 uh. A don't thing tell me on... about the parrot on the tube. You've told did I not? I told you about that. Times. Yeah, yeah that, that that was literally two years ago. Was it? That was literally two years ago. Did you did you hear the joke that I told my mum? It was a bit blue. I was like that. I was on the tube the other day. I tell you what, I've seen a cock or two on that tube. Yeah. Did you see? Did you yeah, see what yeah, I was doing? Because yeah, of, yeah. of um 
Alice's. Right, shall, shall we stop this re- retrospective bullshit and move on to things that are coming well, out? Well, before we do that, Alex, I want you to give a three, two, one. Of the things that we've talked about, what was your three, what was your two, and what was your one? Like, favourite things? Yes. No, in alphabetical order. Your favourite, of course, you fucking... Honestly. That's quite tricky. Okay. Can I go first, then? Fine, go first. I'm going to have a think. <laughs> Because then you can't listen. So number three was Book of Boba Fett. I thought, you know, um, I, I will watch more, but, you know, um, yeah, it's bronze. Um, number two, I think it was No Way Home. Um, and it's mainly because number one is Peacemaker, because it, it just caught me off guard. It took me away and, and it grabbed me and it shook me and I wanted to watch more. I craved watching the next episode of this. I've not done that in so long. Um, so that's my three, two, one. What about you, mate? Yep. Okay. I may flip flop on three and two, but at this moment, what I'm going with is number three, No Way Home. I thought you would say that. Number two, Book of Boba Fett. Oh, really? That order? Okay, yep. interesting. Oh, and number one, The King's Man. Mm-hmm. And, do you know what? I have read so many lukewarm and bordering on negative reviews of The King's Man. And I was reading all of them, and I'm like, I don't even care. I watched this thing, and I had a fucking blast. I think it aged well, yeah. No, I had a blast. And actually, do you know what? Some of the criticisms I've seen of it, I'm like, "Eh, yeah, okay. If you look at it in that lens, it's a bit problematic and stuff like that. I I don't care. I don't care. It's it's a lot of fun. Do you think they'll make another one? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Ooh, get you swearing. It's late, mate. Rude. It's late, mate. It is. Oh, it's past the watershed. Moving forward? Yeah, let's move. <laughs> okay, so um, now obviously we, we thought we'd split this down the middle halfway. We talked far too much on what we'd seen. So we're gonna be I'm gonna be really strict on timings here, Alex. Yeah. I'm gonna start with the Batman. Now we've obviously talked a huge amount about this, March 4th. Um, we'll do a, an episode on it, of course, and we'll do a last episode before we run up to it. But anything that's happened over the time that we've been away, I mean, they've just kind of fleshed up. We've seen a lot more. Happened. We've seen a lot more of the Riddler. I think there's been the Cat and the Bat trailer came out. I think we covered yeah. that last year. Um, not much more to say in this. I mean, I just can't fucking wait. Yeah, I just can't wait. I mean, this is the most anticipated movie for me um, yeah. this year. Maybe this, maybe Jurassic um, World. Um, Dom Dom Dominion, the Dominion oh, yeah, cinema. That was, a, that was a trailer as well. Well, we, we'll get to. That. I mean, we'll get to that one now if you want. You want to do that? Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's recent... go because because frankly, I'm looking forward to the Batman too. I, cool. I, I don't I don't have many more insights other than that because it looks dark and gritty and. Do, uh, fine. do we want to watch Jurassic World at the Dominion at the Dominion? Uh, well, I mean, if we're both in Edinburgh, that'd be yeah. magic. Did I, tell, did I tell you that I watched Fallen Kingdom at the Dominion? You did. You told me that one else. So I'm going to have to watch Jurassic Park Dominion at the at the Fallen Kingdom cinema complex. Oh, yeah. Where's that? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, shut it. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, we, oh, man. But if I, if there is a cinema... If, if, you, if there is a cinema complex out there, ladies and gentlemen, called uh, the Fallen Kingdom Cinema or the Fallen Kingdom Cinema, Alex said he would eat one of his socks. Like, I fully did. he would eat I it. I did. I did. And he, none of this nonsense about like shredding it and eating it over the course of a couple of months and like sprinkling it into meals. The yep. whole thing in a wonder. 100%. Like, like, a, like, a, like a seagull and a herring. 
Yeah. No hands. Yeah. And that's uh, how and, you would do it. And I'll do it on on podcast. I'll do yeah. it on podcast. Um, as it's audio, you'll never be able to verify it. But no, that's just, just that, that's just the way it is. That just, is honestly yeah. just the way it is, and I don't make I don't make the rules. It'll so, just sound like one of those filthy films you watch when you're on your own, but with the audio version of that. Okay? Very good. Um, I I mean, look, we we were promised Sam Neill, we were promised Jeff Goldblum, we were promised Laura Dern, and and we they delivered. We've got Chris Pratt, we've got Bryce Dallas. I mean, we've got old, we've got new, we've got we've got Velociraptors in the snow. Yeah. They're in the snow, mate. Yeah. Okay, so I am also on record on this podcast as absolutely despising the second Jurassic World movie. Yeah, because what it's about fucking that? stupid? What about it's... the intro though, mate? What about the with the intro bit where they where they go they they dive down and we and we get the, the it's raining. Oh, T Rex is there. Oh, the intro. I'll give a shit. It's a terrible movie. Watch the intro. But I, it's it was very important to preface um by saying that because i think this looks great <laughs> it looks awesome doesn't it, it i think this so looks good. great uh, so i will never like die on a hill of i this i'm done with this franchise or whatever like i'm i'm fairly i'm fairly ambivalent towards the jurassic park stuff i'm like it's it's either going to be good or it's going to or, or it's going to be shit and it's actually not going to affect my life in any way whatsoever however i watched this trailer and i'm like yeah no i'm cool yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah i'm yeah. keen to see that fantastic i mean the 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 one thing i will say um apart from dinosaurs have feathers again which is yeah. fun i guess that's fine yeah. i like that it's more anatom- it's more anatomically action um, scientifically what you might actually find is that the, the, the dinosaurs actually belong to the the the, the, the oh that's really interesting oh, do you want to see one of my pictures of my balls um but what's really interesting, Alex, is that I think I was reading the internet. I mean, the internet. Have you heard of the internet, by the way? I have. You heard yes. of it? So it's this thing where you can type in stuff and it tells you everything about Jurassic World at the Dominion. Um, so it's, it's a really fascinating sort of portal into another world. And what I was reading on the internet was that everyone has anticipated how this movie's going to end, right? Life's yep. going to just find a way and they're going to be like, cool and now dinosaurs live with us and it was rocky at first but now it's fine and we love it that's yep. how this movie's gonna end isn't it i, I do, don't i don't actually care do, do you know what i mean but like we're, we're but it's gonna end in the way that it starts unless they're gonna throw in the subplot about their weaponizing the dinosaurs because remember they were kind of hinting at that in the first yeah one, which which yeah. they would do which they would do then yeah. you would see an assault rifle and you'd be like that Okay, well, you know, Velociraptor is it, versus is it, uh, a... an assault rifle that shoots dinosaurs. Well, I mean, you you you'll have to make one, right? You'll have to yeah. make because there's assault rifles that shoot all the other animals. God, this is weird. No, this is weird. No, 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 weird. no, no, no. You misunderstand. I'm, I'm, I'm. What I, the sentence I said was: Is it a uh, assault rifle that shoots dinosaurs? And in my mind, the word dinosaurs has displaced the word bullets. Oh. Do you see what do you see what I mean? Oh, so uh, sorry. So just so it shoots so, out. Okay, okay. So dinosaurs. So, can I just just yeah yeah. yeah 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 yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um. So uh, I, I just kind of want to ask a couple of questions. Is this um is this a large cannon of sorts? No no that no shoots no, the dinosaurs. No. 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 So so are these small dinosaurs? No no they're, they're they're large. They're lot. I've got over here. Okay, calm. calm yes, thank yeah. you. So uh, the dinosaurs are large, but the cannon is normal size. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right. And uh, how the how the fuck does that work? Is a question um, I just have over here. Compression. Got it. Yeah, that's fine. Yep. And, and and one more. Yeah, yeah. Calm, what, calm. what kind of dinosaurs? What are we talking here? Are we talking Triceratops? Because the well, point. Honestly, I think the way the way the franchise is going, all of them. Okay, but feather too. Yeah, they all have of it. feathers. All they of have it. it. All of it. All of it. All of it. That's all fine. Of it. That's great. Uh, anything on um, Sam Neill, Laura Dern? Because obviously we had Jeff Goldblum um, talk across a table in the last film, which yeah, is most m- most most unsurprising um, piece of casting ever for the third and though, final movie in a franchise. Why not bring back the original cast from the first movie? That yeah. was so but they, but they, unpredictable but they, look, but they look good though don't they i thought they oh, yeah. looked really good the way that they look they, they sam neil does that sam neil does that up eye look where he's like oh yeah the sam, the sam neil look sam neil look yeah fantastic yeah. um wonderful look well i'm all excited for it right moving on i, I know we're supposed to be strict but there's nothing stricter than a strict thing and that, yeah well course, we make our own rules this is our thing we we, th- we we are fucking mental um before we should we throw over to marvel we'll give out give a marvel shout out if something yeah why happening. not we we obviously have um in the 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 post credits of no way home we had uh doctor strangers multiverse of madness trailer since yep, then yep, yep. there's been a few little images and things that have crept out there um i think we've had now a second trailer that's come out from that we have recently a very big uh, uh, dropped bomb at the end yes well there's quite a few drop bombs at the end so i think rather than talking about what we thought the trailer do you do we want to talk about bombshells that were dropped because i think i've got one that happened in the middle of the trailer right okay well i I mean i'm happy for you to go in the bomb uh with the bomb dropping but uh, all i'll say about dr strange and multiverse madness is i'm very very much looking forward to it even though I know that it might descend into memberberry bullshit. However, I I think this one may in fact toe the line of having the memberberry bullshit. You're back and, under the and, bridge, and, and mate. For it, and You're for back it, under the bridge. And for it to be actually like servicing the story and the concept of what the movie is. You're back under the bridge, mate. You've just shot up again. Okay, you've just shot up again. You're like, I'm an none optimist. Of this what can I say? None of this member very nonsense. It's gonna be member very central, mate. It, it oh, just is. Christ. You know, I, I, you know, in we, a bad I mean, way. Is it? Is it gonna be bad? You know, I don't know. I mean, there's there's all been all sorts of reports that we're gonna get Tom Cruise as, as Iron Man because he was obviously originally cast in the MCU. We, there's been obviously reports of Hugh Jackman. I mean, we hear Patrick Stewart's voice in this, so he's confirmed basically as yeah. Professor X um you know it's kind of a shame because wasn't it lovely when they did that whole press tour about logan where patrick stewart was like oh it's so nice to say goodbye to um these characters logan's one of the best superhero movies ever made with with hugh and i was like that's really touching and Mm, i'm like right you they just drove a big truck of money up to your house patrick stewart didn't they but yeah, he'd seen exactly it all. Exactly what they did. But he, he did, he's yeah. seen it all. <laughs> he's seen it all. <laughs> right, right. And if you get that reference, um, I mean, look, this is funny. He's not fiddling. What are you fiddling with? I'm not You're fiddling, fiddling with something. Anything. Something's fiddling with something. Right there, you go. Put your hands up. Yeah, got it. Right. Um, we fiddling with you, really? No, I was we... fiddling. I was fiddling with the like with the cable that links my microphone ah. to my headphones. Okay, but were you, were you feeling with your willy? No, I wasn't. Yeah, are we just are we? No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> just, are you sure you were? I wasn't. I only do. I only do that after the hour and a half mark, and we've not got there yet. Okay, that's fine. Well, stay tuned, everyone. It's gonna get yeah. messy. Um, Alex, I'm gonna throw it over to you for 
the power of the rings. Oh, yes. Rings of power, mate. Rings of power. Rings I, of I power. knew I was getting it wrong. Lord the, of the Rings, Rings of Power. The first your trailer. Ring. Is this not explosive diarrhea? Ring of Power. No, it's not. And you're it's funny. Not. Do you see what I did there, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really funny. Uh, this is the first trailer from Amazon's most expensive TV show ever. Full stop. That's the that's the official that's the first official working title. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this looks incredible. I'll be honest. Yeah. And I don't know why the rest of the internet doesn't agree with me. Everyone seems to be losing their shit over this. I think everyone's still shell-shocked from Hobbit, from the Hobbits being all cgi and stuff like that. Like, I had one of my mates text me about this trailer. He saw it before I did. He was like, have you watched Lord of the Rings trailer? I was like, no, I haven't. And I watched it, and I got back to him, and I was like, oh my god, yes, hype. And he was like, what, really? I thought it was shit. And I was like, what? How did you think that was shit? It was mm. literally, it's literally like a minute and 20 seconds long. It's really, really short. We get a night, we get a, sh- a couple of shots of Galadriel, one of uh, young Galadriel, young Elrond, um, and, you know, just some other stuff. But the very first shot was the one that really took my breath away, actually, because I don't know exactly where we're seeing, but I suspect it's um, Fife. No, I suspect that it's... Black Man and uh, Shire? Oh, what's... Lockerbie. Numenor. Numenor, okay, the, fine. Numenor the, <laughs> island, the island of men in the sea. And, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe I'm just grasping at straws, but the architecture looks very Jackson-esque, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Like, it does I'm, very, I'm, yeah, looking, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this going, oh, I think they're, they're doubling down on this... You know, you could choose to view this series as being part of Peter Jackson's Middle Earth, even though he's mm. not he's not involved in it. But just aesthetically, there was such a that there was a definite aesthetic to those films that I that I recognize. There's there there's DNA that yeah, I'm seeing yeah. in 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 these images, yeah. and I'm enjoying it. This story is obviously set thousands and thousands of years before lord of the rings or even the hobbit and so i I like the idea of being able to connect these dots mm, but again mm. like with everything when you do prequels only if it's good because <laughs> so if it's quite, not you kind of ruin it <laughs> i mean so i've got a question for you and it kind of kind of teases up another conversation what value does it add to anything by telling you the audience months before you know nearly years before sorry years before a piece of content's released that it's the most expensive thing they've ever released. Surely, surely that causes more risk than good. What what good are you doing by doing that? Well, for a start, I wouldn't bloody want to be the showrunners of this. Do, do you know, imagine the do you know pressure? What I mean? Jesus. I I mean I watch this and I I can understand why it's exciting, but I can also understand um the the the, the, the kind of I I wouldn't even say the naysayers of it. It's it's that kind of that level of just like, oh yeah, this is coming out. Yep. Because when you market something as the most expensive thing from the most expensive, you know, the, the, the company that can basically buy and sell you three times over. Yeah. You know, you're kind of, it's, it, there's just, it's it's one of these things where it's an unattainable amount of money. Yeah, and as, a, as an audience member, if it isn't physical perfection, it's nothing to you. And if it's nothing to just the vast majority if this is even like a five or a six out of ten it has catastrophically failed yeah yeah yeah. and and, i think it's the only way 
I think it's the only way that a company like Amazon can say to us, pre-making anything. So the only thing that they've committed to is just buying buying the fucking thing mm. and telling us how much the production budget is. I think that's their only way of telling us that they care about it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the only way. And actually, it is worth pointing out that the, the, the astronomical budget that everyone reports on in these things, it, it's slightly misleading because the most expensive thing about this story was actually just buying the rights to make it from Christopher Tolkien yeah, because the Tolkien yeah. family um, held because it, it's the story is built from the appendixes that were attached onto the back of Return of the King in the book. If you go mm. to any copy of the Return of the King and you flip to the back, the last like two hundred pages are what's known as the appendixes, which is basically like a history of Middle Earth with mm. like you know events written in kind of bullet point formats um it's it's not it's not a very interesting read but it's kind of like a history textbook but the point is the tolkien family retained those rights even when peter jackson was making the lord of the rings so peter jackson couldn't use any of that shit um they then released but a little bit was used in the hobbit though sure yeah they 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 drip fed some stuff they drip fed the rights to some stuff or rather they didn't sell the rights to them but they gave written permission to use certain narrative things in in those movies but uh amazon outbid hbo and netflix Mm-hmm. to the tune of billions of dollars mm-hmm. for the for the rights to use the appendixes so actually the, the the single most expensive thing about this thing was the just the initial buying of it to Goodness. be honest and then the actual budget for each episode is still way more than we've seen for even game of thrones levels but it's not entirely what's being reported so two questions then for you so let's stick on that topic is this a strategic position for Amazon to be put into? Because as as we know, this is you know a much much loved um, large property, and actually, it's the yeah. first large property that Amazon really really owned. You know, famously they bought MGM, which owns James Bond, and I'm sure there's a big plan in play for that. Yeah, but Amazon don't typically own these large, you know, well loved family, you know, family known, you know, or you know, household name mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and properties. Is this just was that more of a strategic? Because surely they didn't, they couldn't have justified buying it just for this series. Well, there's a there's a couple of things. Number one, I think Amazon have yet to have like a tentpole thing. I think they've made a lot of quality things like The Boys, yeah, and yeah. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, yep, Man yep. in the High Castle. High Castle but, was a big but one. But yeah. I think that every single one of those things have their audiences and they're very high quality for the audiences that they're targeted for yeah where's mandalorian you know that's Dis- that's disney plus's big push what about all the marvel right. stuff yeah exactly exactly they need a huge thing that is for absolutely everyone and mm. if there was anything it is lord it is lord of the rings because yeah, it's not it's not adult in themed it's family it's 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 family in themed and i think I think that's really important to get right. Yeah. Um. I, th- I think there were early reports of this having some adult content in it, like mm. obviously because it's a series Rings. game. People, people were shut up. <laughs> people, people were comparing to Game of Thrones, which is ob- which was obviously like tit central. 
um, Tit and Balls Central. <laughs> tit Central. Tit, tit Central. Well, it was. It. Well, it was. Um, but what I, the bloody hell are you watching over there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that is still if that is still a thing where that's the direction they're going down. I I suspect not on the basis of this trailer. The trailer felt very family friendly, didn't it? Mm. It felt yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, quite it was high fan, high fantasy. Very, well, very nice. And but the other thing is. Jeff Bezos is a huge Tolkien fan. Mm, I think mm. this is a, and and he and we all know he is a man that will buy whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to the but extent he can't of, get his hair back, he can't get his hair back. To the to the extent that I think last week somebody told me last week th- th- there's a big bridge in Rotterdam or something that the local government in Rot- Rotterdam said they were never ever going to. Going, going to raise it for anything because sure. they, they needed it to stay close for whatever fucking reason and, and apparently Jeff Bezos just paid to have it open because his yacht couldn't fit underneath it you know the nice. big fucking super yacht that's just like one example doesn't, like all... doesn't it low-key terrify you that there's a human out there that could name your price you know when you oh, yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. when you say I would never do that for the dignity of. I'm not going to say what it is you would do, but you would like yeah, that. Yeah. I would never lower myself to that thing. You isn't can ask scary, me off air. Yeah, isn't yeah. it scary that there's a man out there who could name your price? You could do. You would. You would do some dav like devilish things because that's dangerous. That's a, that's that's a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So I, I think I think a large part of how much Amazon was able to outbid netflix and hbo was large part mm. due to jeff bezos just going yeah just tolkien's name your price because i'll, can, I'll fucking buy it Whatever. can i ask you a question alex yeah, how yeah. i mean obviously wheel of time is the little thing that's crept in there massive oh, yeah. massive book series i don't think particularly was was big not many people were talking about it taking up was that the warm-up act was there an element of let's do Wheel of Time and see how this performs? All I'll say to that is I've watched a couple of episodes of game of of uh, game of Wheel of Time. Mm. Right, it's really entertaining. I'm 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 planning on watching the whole thing, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. And it looks really really nice. Looks really really nice. Apparently, a single episode of Lord of the Rings has a bigger budget than the entire season. Need we say more? I mean. There's no reason why it can't be mm. incredible, yeah, right? Yeah. Except yeah. that we said that for Rise of Skywalker, so okay, fine. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of that, nice segue, Alex. Um, Kenobi. Yes. Any thoughts? Anything? I mean, we haven't had the trailer yet. Uh, well, we had, had a little poster. tease. Did you see the one minute tease? I didn't see the one minute tease. No. Well, sadly. it's basically a lot of um, concept artwork. Mm-hmm. Um and Ewan McGregor basically sitting in a chair and talking about how excited he is to be uh, back as Obi-Wan Kenobi and back uh acting with Hayden Christensen, which is really mm. very nice. So uh, they're making a, um, they're making a big deal of that. There's a there's a few uh interesting pieces of concept artwork in there. One of them is a seeming recreation of the Mustafar duel, mm. but Anakin is actually in the Darth Vader um suit ah so they fought for each other up and they're like do you want to come around to mine again he's like yeah exactly can we we do this again so yeah we should do this again that's how it actually finished we should do this again i don't think that that is a scene that we're going to see because i think that would feel if you if you were to fully realize that i i feel like we'd all kind of go really 
that that's what you did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was certainly cool concept art. This this is gonna be fucking bananas. This is gonna yeah. be crackers. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait. I, I I I know we talk about this now and again. I want no trailers. I I don't want any trailers or anything for Kenobi. This yeah. is the, this is the thing. I think there's one thing every year where I'm like, I don't want to see any trailers. Yeah. No, you think nothing. you think people aren't gonna fucking watch this? People are gonna go fucking bananas for this. Yeah. yeah, people, yeah. people are gonna kill their grandmothers for this, Alex. Absolutely. Right? They've already done it. There's a line <laughs> of grandmothers outside. They're already dead. Yeah. And there's just people. I don't know where they've come from. There's loads of people, grandmothers. Yeah. There's and and and, and no Kenobi. No Kenobi. No Kenobi. <laughs> Nobody won Kenobi. Just Very good. There. Did I? Was it you that I told you that um, I didn't know what Qui-Gon's name was when I was watching it when I was younger, so I thought his name was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, no, <laughs> no, Jen did. Jen did. I was a thick child, Alex. That no, I remember. Listen. I remember. <laughs> um, another trailer that we got. We've had two trailers, and we need to really wrap this one up. Moon Knight. Any thoughts on Moon Knight? Any, Moon Knight. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just... It'll be a success as long as he, uh, as long as Dracula's in it, yeah. and he owes him money. And he owes him. Some that's money. all. That's all I'll say. Nerd. Um, shoes on the other foot, Alex. Often it's British actors playing with American accents. I'm a low key, a little bit annoyed that it's an American actor with a British accent. When except you can't be. Except you can't be because it's Oscar every, Isaac, yeah, 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 and great. he he's is great. delightful in everything. He's good. Um, it's great. I mean, I I like it. The British Museum's getting a lot of uh, a lot of Marvel film time. Yep, because, but what's interesting was they filmed some elements of Doctor Strange in the same museum. I think Marvel just filmed a load of shit in that museum over the over the last period. Yeah, maybe. There's a yeah. lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff Marvel wise being filmed in London right now. I don't know if you've noticed. There's a lot of Marvel. No, I haven't. In London. No, I see loads of trucks and stuff around. Nice. Um, so that is cool. I got some other little thing. I mean, with the Nope trailer you just watched. Yeah, um, we just watched that beforehand. It looks, looks awesome. Looks cracking. Jordan Peele looks yeah. great. A UFO story looks pretty creepy. I mean, I, I'm it does. I'm over it. No, like and as UFO I said film. to you, and as, as I said to you, I love the idea that the only reason it's called Nope is because everything that happens in it just makes people go nope. nope. Like it. Love it. <laughs> nope. Mate. It's nope, nope, nope. 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 <laughs> oh, Alex, we should do this again sometime. We, we should. should Maybe again. next week maybe next week alex because what do they have to do now well now they've got to get themselves onto the apple podcast app find us on there give us a cheeky little five star rating if you please mm, mm. you can also leave us a cheeky little review mm-hmm. if you want yes uh yep tell us your favorite movie it's been you can tell it's been a while since i've done this yeah tell us your favorite movie tell us your favorite movie soundtrack we love to see read and hear all of it yes we do you can find us on loads of other platforms where you like to listen to your podcast such as spotify the acast app you can find me on my favorite platforms my platform heels very good very good uh if you want to get more directly in touch with us you can at our email address which I was did about they, to say what it was, but I forgot that's your bit. Did they? But did they ever sell platforms with fish in it? Because I know that was like a Simpsons joke. You know, like platform heels. Oh with yeah, little I remember. That. They were they were dead fish. The dead fish. Yeah, that was really funny. Disco Stew, I think his name was. Motionspod at gmail.com is where you can find us. 
Um, so yeah, I, I mean, you know, we're we're back now. Please write in. We we've obviously got a flurry of emails that have kind of a few of them pile up over whilst we were away. We've got some new concepts, some new ideas of things we're looking to try and do. Um, you know, once again, it's, it's a it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. Thank you very much to um, our wonderful graphics design, KTC Graphics Design, where you can you can get access to some wonderful movie posters. Um, she does them all herself. So, I mean, she she creates them herself. You've got quite a few of them, don't you? Yeah, I've got yeah, I've got a few of them here. I've got a singing in the rain one, and I've got what's the other one I've got? I'm just looking around. You've got some. Uh, do you have a Star Wars one? I'm sure. Oh yeah, there's a Star they, Wars they, one they as just, well. It, it, genuinely, very, very talented. Um, I, I told you, um, Casey, she she did some stuff for for our uh, wedding stuff. I, I oh yeah, she this. did. Yeah, yeah I think you showed me that. It was yeah. really re- very, very, very nice. I mean, I mean, genuinely, genuinely, very, very good. Um, and and we, you know, I think this is in terms of advertising and stuff. We 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 weren't we were never a big um advertising podcast. I think we were kind of chatting around a few others that might be coming into the scene at some point soon. So you know, stay 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 tuned. But um, but yeah, we 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 thank KTC um for all of our work dedication. And I think there's a little treat waiting. Is that is that still going? Or well, there might doing... there might be. She's not open. She's not. She's finishing her degree at the moment, so she's not Got opened it. her Etsy Fine. Etsy yeah. shop again. So when it is, you'll have a discount code. Maybe. Okay, we might change it this year. I've got it. We've got a. We've got a fun little keep fun keep little. Po- keep posted for discount codes. Perfect. Thank you. Um, next week, Alex, what are we doing? Ah, who knows? Who knows indeed. <laughs> who knows? Who knows indeed, Alex? I'm I'm just thinking. I'm sure we thought of something that was coming up, but um, I might not have remembered. It. Ah, that's it. I think we want to do the Oscars episode pretty soon. Oh yeah, that's a good. Want to get idea. that under our belt? I mean, obviously we didn't touch the Oscars right now, but. Oh, I was going to do a burp, but I didn't do the burp. Right, I'm going to go and watch the rest of King's Man. Enjoy. Let me know what you think. I will, I will. Um, But thank you very much for listening. And until then, bye now. Oh, wait. Okay. I was like, oh, oh, I was going to think of something. Okay, go on then. Go on then. <sighs> this is good. This is this is great. This is just dead air. Everyone loves dead air. The yeah. audience members like it. Okay, oh, do I we was, need... I was, I was, I was, I was going to finish on a good Jared Leto quote. Oh, okay, fine. We're gonna do one more of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of a good one. Piss off, Lou. You need to, you need to practice this, mate, because you're not going nearly Italian plumber. I watched Mrs. Doubtfire the other week. It was great. Yeah. Oh. You've a denial, not the fire, dear. I can a pip a bop, a beat a bop, and a dance until you drop. I can a yo yo and a make a wicked a cup of a cocoa. That's that wasn't no, that wasn't a direct. That wasn't a quote though, was it? There that was is, just you. That there. was just you talking shit. No, that's what she says. You for tonight, out fire. I can bit bop, beat more, dance till you drop. I can yo yo make a wicked cup of cocoa. That's that's literally oh, her intro. Okay, well fuck me then. Yeah, but fuck you. <laughs> right. One more second, uh, bye well, to everyone. On that Jesus. note, tata. <laughs>